The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up. Welcome to the Player Stop Last Call. This is the Player Stop Podcast channel, the number one show where police meet society and culture. We're live every Wednesday on the YouTubes. Thank you for all the people in the live chats out there. Join us, a lot of paid members. And we've got, look, there's Ted Leg. Ted Leg's with us. It's fine. It's fine. Shit's burning down all around us, but it's fine. We're good. Actually, I just swore. And they just came back out on YouTube about that whole 90 seconds, the first 90 seconds, you shouldn't swear. Uh, ruined that. But you know what? If, uh, if who, who just did that, uh, the James O'Keefe, if that thing can just get scrubbed from the interwebs, if RFK is getting scrubbed from YouTube, I almost now wear that as a badge of honor to be scrubbed from YouTube. All the greats, all the greats, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, RFK, they're all getting canceled. So, I mean, we should definitely join the list of the greats and get canceled as well. Um, I'm just kidding, but I appreciate you guys all being here today. This is going to be a crazy show. We've got the Titanic sub that's gone down. Lots going on with that. That's an interesting one to me. That's the kind of stuff that like I'm interested in. Um, also Hunter Biden pleads guilty. What does that mean for you? Uh, not so much, but there is some drama being stirred up, making it a racist issue, which I think is hilarious, uh, to say the least, or maybe ironic to say the least, We'll talk about that. And then we have a colossal accounting error, uh, which is equally as funny. It's a, a colossal accounting error that just so happens to put billions of more dollars, billions with a B as in Bravo or butthole or whatever kind of B you want to bitch, maybe um, B as in brevity. We can go with whatever B is comfortable to you. Um, B as in Bader, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Bader B. Billions with a B just so happens to fall right back into the hands of Ukraine. And good, if, if our money's going to disappear, I'd rather it disappear to Ukraine. But I have a feeling, Josh, that that's not the whole story. No, because when I started looking at like that's the one story that I stuck on this morning when I started digging. It started really, really getting underneath my skin when I start looking at the amount of money that we have sent to this country in the last few years is astronomical and then when we start comparing that to other things like the entirety of a state's budget yeah. is way less than what we've sent to these other this other country and we're not we have no like what why like that was just an accident so there's a minor accounting error so we're going to get into all of that guys um i wanted to say thank you so much to a couple of people really quick before we dive into all this uh, we've got Michael Hicks, Marines Bloodbath, Alicia Batty, Beatty, Betty, Batty. I'm going to call her Alicia Batty. Sounds like a Batty. Brandy Heller. Any relation to Helen Keller? Heller. Yeah, Alicia, uh, Brandy Heller. That was a dumb joke. Hack Attack. Oh, what's up, Hack Attack? I don't know who you are, but that's a cool name. Elijah Crabell and Toby. Those are all um, street cop street level. Cops. Street cop level guys on the Patreon. And uh, that makes me feel good, man. Thank you guys so much for being street cops. But we you don't have to be a street cop. Some of you guys can settle for being a trooper. And that's only $3 a month to get you uh, back back on the uh, Patreon. Get you lots of extra paid content, lots of extra guests. So lots of exciting there. We got our one-year anniversary at Night Shift coming up next week. So that's going to be a fun show. You want to tune in for that. Tonight's show, today's show, Last Calls, brought to you by GhostBed.com forward slash Wolfpack. It sleeps so good it's scary. Listen, ghost bed's probably the reason why you won't find me going on any of these Titanic excursions. It's hard for me to vacay because hotels, cruises, submarines, they don't have ghost beds on them. Now, I can manage it if I can take my ghost bed pillow or maybe my cooling sheets. By the way, I stay in hotels almost every other weekend. I never sleep in their nasty sheets with their nasty pillows. I bring my own. Once you have ghost bed sheets and the ghost bed pillow, you're, you're going to do the same. Uh, totally worth it. It's totally worth having your own sheets. Those things are gross, dude. I, I don't know. I get grossed out. I like staying in hotels, but I'm a little bit grossed out by the by the whole thing. Um, 
but Ghostbed right now is having a 35% off sale. Uh, and, and then there are 4th of July sales coming up, and that is always an absolute banger. So get ready for that 4th of July sale. You know, have you ever gotten your loved one, uh, Josh? Have you ever gotten your loved one something for 4th of July? Like, a, you know, like we get Easter baskets on Easter. Do you ever get something for somebody on 4th of July? I've sent uh, some bandages to some friends in advance sure. and let them know that when they blew the fingers off, that they would at least be thinking of me while they were bandaging it up. That is wise. Maybe, maybe that could be a new thing that we start is that you, you get your loved ones something, you know, and they wake up and there's like a bundle of fireworks and a ghost bed pillow or a new ghost bed mattress or the adjustable base in the frame right now. They got 0% down, 0% financing. And that's if you have a uh, Hunter Biden credit, um, you know, even if you have Hunter Biden credit, you can get that. So that's what I hear. That's the word on the streets. Head over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack today and get you a bed that sleeps so good. It's scary. All right. Speaking of scary, here's a shark, a 1,200-pound great white shark off the coast of Florida. I followed this thing for years. I was a surfer in Florida. I grew up surfing in Florida before I joined the military. All I did was surf. Um, now that I'm a cop and, and I've raised kids who are skaters and surfers, but surfing was my life. And I was fascinated by sharks. I've seen sharks in the wild. I've seen them in well, not too many in captivity, but I've seen a lot of sharks in the wild. I worked on a deep sea fishing boat. I've caught a lot of sharks. Um, a lot of experience. With sharks. Always fascinated by sharks. And uh, they've been following this great white for years, all around Tampa and the Gulf of Mexico. You can see this thing pop up when it heads lower down towards uh, past the Keys and on its way down to the Bahamas or uh, even Jamaica. I mean, this thing is everywhere. Now that I live in North Carolina, I've been watching them track this one massive shark. I want to say this thing is like pushing like 14 feet, uh, close to 2,000 pound shark that goes all the way off like Nova Scotia. Um, it comes back down to North Carolina, works its way up back towards Maine. And, uh, you know, they, it's a massive shark. Comes around spring break every year around the New Jersey area, gets pretty close. And it goes way the frick out, way out into the ocean. You know where it goes, Ted Leg? You know where it gets really close to? Where? The Titanic. It always goes towards the Titanic. Now, listen, you could go on the interwebs right now and you could just type in Shrek chart, Shark Tracker and you can watch the track of many, 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 many sharks. You could type in Maple or you can type in all these other shark names and you can watch them where they go. Um, and this particular one, it goes all up around the, the Titanic and it comes back. They've been following this thing for daggone years. Do you know what depths a shark can go? How deep a shark can go recordedly? Maybe a couple hundred feet. 10,000 feet. Holy shit. Yeah. That's down there. Yeah. Yep. 10,000 feet. These sharks are wild. But you know what? You know what the point of my story is here? You can track a shark for years and know everything about it. There's a viral video of Maple thrashing around in the ocean. They're like, oh, Maple's made her appearance thrashing around and eating some fish. We can track these sharks. That ocean is vast. And if you watch the news, you watch CNN, you watch all this stuff about this uh, Titanic submarine, uh, the, uh, you'll see that they, you know, they talk about how hard it's going to be. It's a needle in a haystack. We're tracking sharks for years. And you're telling me that some billionaires don't have the sense or the mind to put whatever devices that you attach to sharks who are smaller than a submarine. I mean, these sharks are close to the same size as that submarine, but you can't, but you know that that submarine, you know it's going down. You don't know where Maple the shark's going next. You don't know if she's going down to the Gulf or if she's heading over to the Bahamas. You don't know, but you know where the submarine's going. It's a one-track pony. It's not like they're diverting to Disneyland. It's like you're going down and you're coming back up, and you don't have the technology to track this fucking thing going straight down and straight back up. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy or anything. I'm not. I'm saying is, don't you think that's a little dumb or a little maybe mismanaged somehow? Don't you think that that technology is pretty easy to kind of, I feel like sharks are running into a lot more stuff 
grazing up against a lot more stuff. Because one of the theories with this Titanic sub thing is that it has, and now this is the most terrifying theory. By the way, for those of you who are living in a cave or haven't left your patrol car in three days, there's there's a, a missing submarine that's, that's got a couple of billionaires uh, that have gone down 12,000 feet, roughly 12,000 feet in the Ocean Gate Titan uh, to go down there and explore the Titanic for 250 Gs a person. Um, and so it has gone down and within like what, 45 minutes, I think it was in the exploration. Hour, was it four hours? Hour, hour, 45 minutes into hour, 45 minutes. That's when they lost contact. They lose contact. Now it was down there. It was at the Titanic, right? When they lost the contact. It was on the way out. It went down around eight in the morning. It said, and they were starting to descent and it was supposed to be pinging every 15 minutes. But an hour and 45 minutes, they lost the ping, and then they've heard nothing from it since. But at an hour and 45 minutes, it would have been to the bottom. Uh, typically, it takes two hours, it says, to reach to the bottom. So two hours down, two hours back up, two or three hours Yeah, back but up. let's just say hour and 45 minutes, like... Close. You're, you're, you're within 15 minutes, there. you know, give or take. Now, that's just when they lost contact, uh, which means that, you know, if it's every 15 minutes, maybe they made 15 minutes at the hour and 45 mark. And that was the last ping they got. So 15 minutes later, bam, their ping's about to go off, except they ran into the Titanic. Right? That That's a, that's a theory. I've heard this by scientists, okay? So it's got to be true. Scientists know everything. But, like, just this is one of the theories. They were pretty damn close when they lost the ping. So one of the biggest theories is, well, let's start here. Let's start with the, the simple theory. One, the best-case scenario, it sprung a leak. And everybody from pressurization exploded. Boom. Guts everywhere. They're dead. That's best case scenario. Second scenario is they have a malfunction and they have to resurface. The current takes them way down. They pop up. They're just bobbing just above the surface and we can't find them. Pretty terrifying, especially now because they're only down to just hours of having oxygen completely gone. Um, by the way, this submarine, if that's not, if this isn't terrifying enough for you, they are bolted in from the outside. So there is no way out except through the outside. And it's 15, I think it was 15 bolts that I read that have to be I, taken off with a certain tool, massive tool. Um, so even when they do find them, they have to have the, the special socket thing to get these things off. Uh, which you know probably isn't that hard, but let's just say like a cutter finds it, right? Like they might not have this wrench. Uh, hopefully they do. But the most probable scenario is they made it down and bumped into the Titanic and are stuck on it. <laughs> Meaning they have seven flotation devices, seven fail safes to get this thing back to the surface. The only reason it wouldn't come to the surface is A, it's imploded into a small beer can or two it's stuck and there are a lot of things that get stuck on down there and i can add to your stuck uh since sun uh captain frederick of the coast guard since sunday the coast guard has been coordinating the search efforts with the u.s and canadian coast guard air national guard in the pacific and the polar prince it's the titan's mother it's a, the name of the ship that it was supposed to be and a search combined area of 76 hundred square miles uh Ooh. basically slightly larger than the state of connecticut yes uh now if you're stuck at the bottom you have a very tiny bathroom they've already been instructed not to eat before the voyage so that they didn't have to go to the bathroom but there is a toilet but it's like a camping toilet. it's like a road trip toilet that you poop in your car you have to dump that somewhere it doesn't it stays in that sub until it can be dumped um that's probably the least of their problems but right now if they're stuck on the bottom they have had to meditate breathe control their breathing control the amount of carbon dioxide that leaves their mouth um they are in full survival mode and their only chance of hope is somebody getting down there to get them and i think frankly we're out of time now were, so they will eventually just fall asleep from this and that'll be the end a couple of other interesting points. Uh, a couple other points on this this thing, too, is that these are the first non-scientists, I think, that have gone down to look at the Titanic. At least I read that somewhere. 
I don't think I ran that through you, the fact checker, but I read that they were the first non-scientists to go down. Um, something else that's interesting is that uh, they were all rich elites. And um, I know there's a lot, like a lot of conspiracy theories out there about the controller, the gaming controller. Um, I don't know that there is any conspiracy because I don't think that just a non-scientist can go down there and kind of come up with anything. It's so dark and your window to see things is so small. I don't think if there was some kind of conspiracy, I know some people think that the Titanic was blown up or, you know, that, uh, uh, JP Morgan was that what it was? Yeah. JP Morgan's had something to do with it. Uh, which there are a lot of crazy, there are a lot of crazy coincidences. Like they backed out in the final hour. They didn't want to go on the boat. However, some people that were voting against them were going on the, I don't know. There's a bunch of cool stories out there that I'd love to get into. Um, but I think even if you're just like, you know, you're just a rich dude going down there to see the Titanic, you're not going to be able to be like, wait a minute, this thing didn't, you know? So I don't know that there's any reason to have a, you know, an assassination attempt on a Titanic sub. But what I, I think happened, man, like I, either they've imploded like a beer can or they're just stuck. I don't think there's anything nefarious. But what I do find odd is that we can't track this thing. Well, let me ask you this question but to get to another point to kind of help further this train along. If you were to get into a sub, would you want one that I designed or would you want one that some dude that's been doing this for his entire life has designed? The guy his entire life. Well, the guy that runs his company, OceanGate CEO, Stockton Rush, told an interviewer that, quote, when I started this business is one of the things that you'll find there are other ex-submarine operators that are typically have gentlemen who are ex-military submariners, and you'll see a whole bunch of 50-year-old white guys. I wanted a team to be younger, be inspirational, and I'm not going to inspire a 16-year-old to go pursue marine technology, but a 25-year-old, you know, who is a sub-pilot or a platform operator or one of our techs can be inspirational. Are they the ones that came up with the uh, PlayStation, the aftermarket PlayStation controller to control this thing? That's the CEO of this company that built this thing. So that's the mentality of the leadership. So they're not going to hire the best people for the job. They're going to hire the people that fit the narrative for the job. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's just all that stuff's going to come out. Now, they're already talking about, uh, you know, where are the regulations? We need to start regulating this. I actually watched a YouTube video and I just saw like so many comments about people are like, this needs to be regulated. They can't just have people going out. Like, I don't understand if you have a billion dollars and you want to risk it all to go down there and get a glimpse of the Titanic for a few hours. Why is it any need of the government or any civilian to regulate what you want to do in international waters with your billions of dollars? If I want to jump out of an airplane with no parachute to see that if I can skim the water in such a way that I live or if I die, I die, but I want to do it for science. Who is it any government to regulate what I want to do with my billions of dollars? And why do we as a culture or a nation or a universe, why do we want, why is it the first thing we want to is like, we need regulation. Like why, what is our, what is, what is, why do we want to live in neighborhoods where people tell us when to put our garage doors up and when to put them down? We choose to live in a neighborhood governed and regulated to death to the point where you have just, Karen's knocking at your door and leaving nasty grams on your front porch. Why do we want to live in an area where it's just regulated to death? I, I like what, why aren't we obsessed with that is uh, our obsession with regulation should be what our obsession with freedom is. Like we should be, try I feel like you should be getting, trying to get more land, get further away from homeowners associations, further away from developments, further away from neighborhoods, which by the way, neighborhoods aren't safe. Neighborhoods like, if there, I live around like three or four people. The chances that one of them is a kidnapping serial killer pedo, slim to none. If you live in a neighborhood with 30,000 people in it, bro, there's a great chance that one of them is a pedophile kidnapper serial killer at heart. We, when I first moved back from Hawaii, dad and my stepsister, and she was, I think, 13 or 14 at the time. She was younger. She was in her teens, but she was younger. And one of the first things that I did is I looked up our sex offender registry to see who lives close to us. And the guy that lived behind us had multiple, multiple charges. 
Dang. So you don't think that I sat on the back porch and made sure that I knew there that dude was every time he walked out to mow his grass. Like you, if you're in these cities, that's where, I mean, it, you can't throw a stone and not hit something. You got to get no. out of this. Cupcakes and cameos. I haven't seen cupcakes and cameos in our chat before. So thank you for joining us. Cupcakes and cameos. She says if they let any old Joe Schmo billionaire do it without any training in preservation techniques, then it can end badly for the ship. Um, you, oh, you're talking about for the Titanic, like as in it, it goes down there and destroys some things on the Titanic. Yeah, maybe. I mean, as if it hasn't really been destroyed enough. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know that a little tiny submarine, but I get it. I can see where you, I, I can see where you need to to regulate. Eh, maybe. Ish. I would say if a bunch of guys want to go build a submarine and go play in the ocean, have at it. Maybe I mean, we, and, and yeah. I would I would say it, to be fair with cupcakes here, I I, I don't know if I trust government funded backed submarine builders versus private submarine builders i don't know you know what i mean because i mean it's it, just because you're not backed and regulated doesn't mean you can't do it better uh i, I would almost that, i would almost argue this saying that private funding you'll get faster because i'll, I'll use my example as spacex yeah like i how, get it i get it cameo it just says that they risk damaging it further i get that I get that. So right. ten. So those are the what are the like thirteen thousand feet of water? Yeah, uh, that's also that's also causing a little bit of damage as well. Not 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 to like poke the other side of it, but I always like to play the other side of the coin. No, yeah, I get it, and I don't know how much damage this little beer can thing could already t- could do. But you know, I again, if you had like you know, it's kind of like Everest, right? You have just thousands of people up on Everest, and the littering is really bad, and. And it's gotten out of control, but I don't know that this one's going to get out of control. It's not like there's a, yeah, Uh, I don't think that's where the regulation's going though. I don't think the regulation has anything to do with the Titanic as far as like, you know, people are upset that they put their lives into danger in these extreme vacations. On the other token of that, when you're a billionaire, every vacation kind of, I'm sure if, when you have billions of dollars, every vacation is the same, right? Like there's nothing fantastical you've done at all, right? you're a billionaire. You've done it all. So the only thing that is new and adventurous is something like this. Now, me being a peasant and a middle-class C student, you know, I'm fine with just going to Disney world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to go see the Titanic. I have no desire to get in a submarine and go see the, but for somebody who goes to Disney world all the time, for somebody who goes to eat the finest sushi off of the hottest naked girl in Japan, um, what all these rich people do, to feed this desire because they've done it all. I guess the next step is to, to get on the Titanic. Uh, but I do at the same time, cupcakes feel like everybody is very quick, just in general to want more regulations. Uh, I, don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what's better for the environment. I have a whole bunch of houses stacked on top of each other in, you know, 35 vast acres or to have one landowner that has one acre and he's surrounded by three acres of woods. I don't know what's better or not. Um, uh, but I, but I'm, you know, generally speaking, I'm kind of against regulations or, or over regulations. We regulate things to death. Uh, case in point, the whole YouTube thing, right? We, we've got this big thing. We got RFK being super silenced from the Democrat side. So I don't know, are the Democrats now just going to hate RFK like they hate uh, Trump because he's not Biden? I mean, are we at the point where we're just going to listen to whatever the DNC or the RNC says about a candidate to go with. I think the fact that we're not allowing uh, RFK to, to have a debate and for letting the American people decide who their candidate's going to be, same on the RNC side, uh, that we're not going to do these debates to see who's going to run. I mean, I think the people definitely want something other than Trump and Biden. Personally, I think that would be a good running. But RFK, a month ago, two months ago, we thought to have zero chance in running, and that's why. And now he's making a huge... Mark, uh, he's putting a huge dent in Biden's running case. It's all over mainstream media is even covering it at this point that RFK is becoming quite the headache for the Biden presidency. And we already see that mainstream media, YouTube's included in this, uh, silencing RFK. Now, I'm not going to make the argument about silencing 
Trump, because I, I, I think 50% of the country would say he should be silenced and the other 50%. So that's two 50-50. But I don't know if, how many people would want to silence RFK running against Joe Biden. Don't you want to hear what he has to say? Don't you think it's a little bit questionable that we've already tried to make this guy out to be a complete anti-vaxxer, but not listen? I mean, one, I think that his interview with, with Joe Rogan this last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was, one of the best, another banger episode. Uh, but you're getting to hear the whole story, the totality of what he thinks and how he thinks it. It's not as black and white as he's an anti-vaxxer. Um, and I, I think if you're a Democrat and you have any kind of open-mindedness or if you're uh, at all objective, then you should be very upset with the censoring that's going on with the RFK because Listen, I talk to a lot of Democrats, um, and I, equally I talk to a lot of Republicans that are sick of Trump too. So I think that it, it should only be fair that we get to hear from another candidate and and not just shun the other candidate uh, like they're doing with DeSantis. Um, but nobody's taking a break to think that like, okay, 50% of your base doesn't want Trump and 50% of your base doesn't want, being, basis being like 50% of Democrats probably don't want Biden back. They would take another option. And 50% of Republicans probably don't want Trump back. They would like another option. But both of the options on the Republican and the Democrat side are being murdered, meleeed by the mainstream media. And then their base is kind of following suit. And nobody's taking a second to go like, hang on, why does the Democrat base want Biden so bad? And why does the Republican base want Trump so bad? Like what, what's so bad? Are you, you're telling me that those are the only two people on the country, on the face of the earth, that have a chance at being a good president of the United States? Um, but what they're doing right now with the RFK thing is what they've been doing with Trump this whole time. Uh, but I think a lot of people are kind of celebrating it, falling for it on the left. And I thought the left should would be more like this would be their their kind of awakening where they're like, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that Biden's my only choice and you're not going to let me even hear RFK. And I thought that's the stance a lot would be taking, but what they're saying is, is they're, they're buying into what exactly mainstream media says. They're like, no, 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 he's an anti-vaxxer. Now he's really just a conservative wrapped in Democrats clothing. And I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know if I would go as far as to call him an anti-vaxxer is more as that. Listen, this is a good point. My wife brought up. Women died in the late 1800, early 1900s from lead poisoning in the paint of their clothing. Was it any nefarious activity? No, but we just didn't know that their clothes had lead paint in them. And so if you had somebody back in the day that said, maybe you shouldn't be wearing those clothes, they've got lead paint in them. What are you going to call them a conspiracy theorist and a white ring nut? And how dare you talk about my favorite clothing brand and suggest that the lead inside the paint might be bad for you? Just like whenever I say like maybe you should like if RFK is saying maybe you shouldn't have your Wi-Fi on while you're sleeping next to your head because all of these Wi-Fi things could be like cooking your brain or, you know, yeah, I'm not going to go back into exactly what he said in, in Joe Rogan's podcast. But, you know, like that doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. That makes you kind of like I should be questioning. I think if the women would have questioned the lead paint in their their pretty green dresses back in the day you know, they would have lived a lot longer, a lot healthier. They wouldn't have caught on fire so fast or whatever it is. Um, if we paid attention to mercury and fish, if women and fish, I love the point that he brought up about like, we're okay with women having mercury and fish, but we're not okay with women having mercury, but we're fine with women having mercury in their shots. And then they, you know, he says the study shows that it's gone from the bloodstream um, in two days versus mercury and shark or in fish leaving you know two months but then the new study showed that that mercury went straight to the brain in two hours so it went to the brain and left the bloodstream and stayed in the brain but nobody wants to talk about that and, and what kind of damage that's doing so just the objectivity what's going on right now um very very interesting i i think it's very sad that they took the rfk interview down off of the youtubes this week um and the fact that we can't uh talk about what was the next story we were going to talk about blackrock right yep we can't talk about BlackRock today because YouTube is scrubbing it all. So there was an undercover, uh, undercover interview with a BlackRock agent who says that you know, I, I, I'm not going to say what they said because uh, we're going to get taken well, out well, of YouTube again. Well, and well, Drew's we might be able to say that on YouTube channel. Up, but. Yeah, 
we might be able to talk about it on Patreon, but he's basically James O'Keefe basically has an employee from BlackRock that's a recruiter. And like, I'm not going to say his words. You can go listen from his mouth what you can do with money, how who's in control. Because everything that we've come back to with the show, when we, we start asking questions, the first thing, the first question I always ask is, where's the money? Follow the money. And that's like goes into what our next topic that we're talking about is the money, the taxes. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get off of all? Like, you're going to get no jail time. You're going to do nothing whatsoever. And it's just going to go away. Well, the tax stuff. The tax stuff I expect. I, I don't expect any politician to go to jail for tax evasion. I mean, but these, he's not a politician. These he's a politician's son. Oh, no, he's a politician. Uh, yeah, he's a. I mean, whether he wants to be or not, he's a politician. I mean, he's worked his way into uh, Bank of America. At you know, as soon as he graduated college, he was, you know, big giant, big time, making six, well over six figures at bank of America with no experience. Now he's making, you know, what was it? $80,000 a month, something like that on the Barisma, sitting on yeah, the Barisma like board that. with, with no prior experience. education or knowledge experience. I mean, the policy, all the politicians, they're all making money. You can go back and look at each politician, see how much money they've made. Uh, e- even on the Republican side, these guys are all to win it. Look at the Bushes. Look how rich they got. Um, Pelosi, look how rich she's got. Chuck Schumer, how rich he's got. I mean, these guys are all, and they have CPAs and all these financial people backing them and their money's going all sorts of places that I get it. They're all doing it, right? So if you're going to throw one in jail, you'd have to throw them all in jail because they're all nefarious with their tax monies. But what gets me is the gun thing. Um, you know, this is a gun charge in a very politicized gun climate. Uh, and we, we, what right now what's surprising the hell out of me is that they're making it a race thing. Because they're naming all the black folks who have been charged rappers. Um, what was the rapper's name? Kodak Black. Kodak Black. Same charge now. Kodak Black also was charged with rapes and sexual assaults. And probably had a, a much bigger reason. But you look at Hunter Biden. He's got a lot of shit under his closet, too. Um, nefarious, you know, cocaine dealings and all these other things. So, you know. But how is it that a, a black person from a low income household has the same gun charge and does no less than three years? But then you have a white rich elite, you know, that's going to get zero time for the gun charge. And especially in a time when gun activists are, you know, kind of at the forefront right now in mainstream media, a lot of talk about gun reform and, and those things. So that's a very interesting case to me. I'm not, like I said, I'm not so shocked at the the tax news just because I kind of feel like they're all doing that. Am I wrong? Am I no, but off? it's but it's one of those where if we're gonna if we're gonna start holding, looking apples to apples, you got they start pulling up all these other celebrities and all these other people in and power and people with money that have paid millions and done time for tax evasion and tax problems and not paying their taxes and filing their taxes. So we have perfect examples of, yes, there's enforcement of this, that we have this blatant example of this is cut dry. We have the receipts. Not only that, they didn't look into this. They didn't look into nothing, the laptop. This is, we're going to say, this is what it is. He's going to plead guilty to it. And it's going to go away. It's done. It's over with at the same time. Like what this is telling me as an American citizen, that I can go do whatever the hell I want on my taxes because I can use Hunter Biden as my president. Because when they go, well, we're going to charge you with this, I'm going to go, okay, well, you charged him with that and he got a, I want that deal. What do I have to do to get that deal? And if they <laughs> say, well, you have to be the president's son, then we have a problem. Then there's a serious problem in our justice system. And then then every bit of the rules and every bit of the the, the governance, everything that we have is a sham. It only works if everybody believes in it because everybody believes in it, it'll be applied equally. But if the law's not going to be applied equally and we're just going to go willy-nilly all over, you got a former president being charged with 37 counts of criminal conduct against Donald Trump. At the same time, we have this laptop. It has how many crimes on it? You want the tax crimes. You want the gun crimes. You want the pedophilia crimes. You want the sex trafficking crimes. You want the bribery crimes. What crimes do you want? How, how do you want him on stage with two forms of ID, social security card, 
his mom in the background vouching for his existence, and then he reads exactly what he did. How much has to happen before we go, now we're going to hold him accountable? Because how, like, well, I think I think the American I think it's been proven to the American public, not just this time, but time and time again. Uh, you know, look at what was it? The um, what was the payout with Clinton where he exposed himself and then they just paid yeah. out and like never denied it, never said anything. about it. They just paid it out and the woman went away um, or all of the uh, stuff that the Clinton stole from the White House when they sure. left. And then yeah. they used fundraising to pay half of that back to they still got they, they didn't get charged. Nothing. They yeah. used their position to try to pay off crimes that they had done. There's a lot of crime. And I think the American public has either become numb to it or immune to it. But it seems like maybe now with the the, the way technology – listen, TikTok, unfortunately, is such a weird place to get news. But you have to really go through some fact-checking. But there's some smart people on TikTok making some pretty creative content. And I think the government's real scared of that um, You know, because it's pretty unregulated, man. People kind of say whatever they want on TikTok. Their Twitter is getting to be about that same way. Yeah, and, there's a lot of stuff and, going out on Twitter too. And we're able to debunk stuff almost in real time. Yeah, and I think people are, are starting to see, you know, traveling, you know, video travels super rapidly. I don't know. The American people are either going to fall. I, I don't think the American people are the type to just fall in line, even left and right. I think mo the majority of people um, in the United States at least fall in the middle. Um, they're just forced through mainstream media to pick a side. But I think people are smarter than that. Uh, unfortunately, mainstream news only is going to show you one type of person in the United States. But I think if you get out as much as I do, if you're if you're out of town every other weekend and you're in these rural areas and cities, I think you kind of get more of a, a picture. I think you said it correctly. The news is only showing what's going on in New York and L.A. and Chicago and the big cities, but they're not really showing what's going on in the rest of the, the country. Um, they're kind of pin. They're kind of pinpointing these certain types of cities. And then that's the only news you're getting is the opinion from that city. But I don't think you're really getting the opinion from the suburbs. You're not getting opinions from the, the country and, and some of the things. So I'd like to think that uh, the veil is being lifted. And I think people are going to start standing up for all this. I think it's crazy how this Burisma thing kind of shifted this week. It went from being top news three weeks in a row to all of a sudden on a Friday, Somebody may or may not have died. And now we're just not talking about it at all now. Like, how did it go from God. the biggest news to a potential even crazier news because somebody, it appeared they got assassinated. And then all of a sudden, nobody's talking about any of it. It's just gone, gone. 15 tapes, 15 recordings. Two of them include the sitting president. This was the biggest then... news for three weeks. We covered this three solid weeks. You know how passionate I am about that case. Great case. Super exciting to look into. And now it is just gone almost at the peak. It was like we were climbing this mountain. We got to a false peak and we could see the real peak. And we just decided to say, fuck it. Let's go back down the mountain. Um, this is insane to me. Do we have any information on what happened with this mysterious death in this mysterious whistleblower that the FBI it, the, the last statement we got in this case during the oversight committee hearing was that the FBI wouldn't release the whistleblower because they couldn't protect them. Two days later, the whistleblower is dead. Wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Allegedly. That's all I know. Allegedly dead. And now it's That's, gone. Like now we heard nothing this week about it. What's going on with that? Because they've moved on. They've moved on to $6.2 billion in extra money we found. But it, we, we found it, it and, and we found it, you know, on the side of Ukraine. Oh, oh, that money went to Ukraine. Oh, okay. So now nobody gives a shit about the, about the faux pas, you know, but we're not going back to the whole, like the Burisma whistleblower, like the biggest whistleblower that has 15 tapes, 17 tapes of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden making deals where he split up $30 million between his family to potentially start a war, just like the Bushes did with Iraq, with Russia. And like, 
at the very pinnacle of this whole thing. The House Oversight Committee literally gets the FBI to say, we played that tape last week, I think. Did we not? Did we, I think we played the tape where it says, we can't protect the whistleblower. Friday, the whistleblower allegedly dies. I call you. I'm like, this is crazy. We just released this tape of the FBI saying they couldn't protect the whistleblower. And now the whistleblower is dead. For the first time in the history of my existence, Google, when you try to Google it, it comes up with an all-black page that says, due to changing facts, rapidly changing, uh, we, we don't sources know what to cannot show you. be verified. We don't know what to show you. So he didn't show anything. Then over the weekend, they make fun of Rudy Giuliani, call him a conspiracy theorist, and then it's just gone. The whole Burisma thing is gone. No more whistleblower. No more House oversight. Hearings. No, no, no secret form. Zero. No nothing. This well, literally funny. went from being on every mainstream media's platform. Everybody was talking about this. Uh, from Tucker Carlson all the way to uh, what, what's the other guy out there that uh, built, not Bill O'Reilly. Um, Hannity. No, the comedian guy that was like super left. Now he's. Oh, uh, Russell Brand. Oh, well, yeah. Russell Brand was talking about it. That's on brand for Russell Brand. I was talking about somebody else, but he had a oh. night show, nightly show that. Uh, Adam Carolla. No, Kimmel? not Colbert, uh, not Kimmel. Um, I don't know. He's got white hair. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, he was all over it. I actually liked a lot of the stuff that he had to say about it, too. I can't believe I can't think of his name. Um, I'm not going to say Trump exactly 100% word for word predicted this this Biden, the, the tax thing. But he did say in his, his little rant when, after he got charged, because during the, because we got to think about the timing. The timing. Of, mayor. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. When, when this charge, when Trump's got charged, is when all of this stuff with uh, Hunter was supposed to be going out, but Hunter wasn't getting any coverage. It was all the Trump stuff that was getting the coverage on the news. So Trump said, "They're the party of disinformation. They'll hit Hunter with some something small to make their strike on me look fair. Nothing about these fascists is fair or honest. Fight." End quote. Yep. So. On June 6th, two weeks ago, the previous president kind of said, hey, they're going to give some charges to him and it's going to go away. And uh, they're going to try to, to levy like, well, look, we did something for Trump and we did something for Biden. Exactly. It's that's that's I told my wife that um, when she asked, I said, this is just like a, like a quid per quo. Like, yep. you know, like we'll make the American feel we'll, we'll be able to swing this in the election as, oh, no, 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 we're. We're, we're cracking down on politicians because I think they're really starting to see that the American public wants that. Like, I think all these politicians need to be held accountable. I really don't understand why we're not doing uh, term limits. I, I think if you voted on term limits, I think every American would vote yes. Yep. You sh there should be a term limit for everybody. Yep. There's no reason you should work in government from the time you're 20 years old as an unpaid intern all the way until you're 75, never having a real job, never going out and seeing the real public, never leaving D.C. or Baltimore or New York City or L.A. or wherever, you know, wherever the big, um, you know, the big cities that host these big politicians. There's really no uh, there. Now, it wasn't John Stewart. It was uh, Bill Mayer. Um, I mean, maybe maybe John Stewart said some stuff about it, but Bill Mayer was the one I was referencing. Uh, I know that he was speaking out a lot about the the Burisma stuff. Um Oh, by the way, no, 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 never mind. That's I'm too off the subject. That's my ADD. Too much coffee this morning. But um, yeah, I, I think term limits is a big thing right now. And I, I think that would fix a lot of this. Uh, right now, I think we're just living in unprecedented. And I hate that word. And I mean unprecedented in the fact that it's from America, the Americans' perspective. This is the first time in America that we're just utterly and fully corrupt all the way around. Like burn it down and start over. You know, the cancer has spread all throughout our democracy and nobody's, you know, it's either we're going to lose the democracy um, or we're going to, we're going to cleanse. We're going to go through a cleansing. We're going to hold these guys accountable and, and there's going to be trials and people are going to be held accountable for what they've done where they're just, you know, let's, why can't we just banish these people? You know what I mean? We don't need to throw them in prison and clog up the, the prison system and do all that. Just banish them. You can't come back. Send the Canada. Yep. Get out. Um, by the way, I sent you that article, the Canadian article, uh, like a week ago about the Canadian wildfires. And if you notice in that article, it's, it talked about like just the influx of aliens 
fleeing the the tyrants of the United States. United States. Did you like that? <laughs> I, I, sh- I almost brought that up, and it didn't have a lot to do with 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 my uh, what the article was, so I didn't bring it up. But yeah, there was an article that I read from Canada, and um, the Canadians the, the article in the past paragraph that says that an uptick in fires is also accounted to the number of aliens fleeing uh, tyranny tyranny in the United States. I think that's funny. I don't. How many po- people could possibly be fleeing to Canada? I don't know that you'd leave like New York for Canada. I, I think Canada's a step up, if not worse, than our Democratic-run cities. But I would say that there, I mean, there were articles back in 2020, 2021 from U-Haul and Budget about their, they just didn't, they ran out of trucks. They ran out of vans in California because people were leaving. So, I mean... It's not a hundred percent completely untrue statement that there's refugees from the United sure, States, sure. but I got no problem with it. If you want to put that in there, I, I can still laugh at it. I think it's funny, but it's still funny as hell. Like if you want to talk about illegal aliens coming across into to a country and we've dealt with it for fifties of years. I mean, we had the Cuban crisis. They've had all sorts of stuff going on. We've had immigrants well, from everywhere at every point of our history. So I love it. How Canada, Maybe it's finally turned around, Tansy. We're going to stop sending all the aid that we're sending to Ukraine. We're going to stop sending it to Ukraine, and Ukraine's going to start sending it back to us. So we're going to be help. Ukraine's going to be helping us out, so we can send American refugees to Ukraine, and instead of the other way around. So then, then the money's going to come back, and then all of our veterans are going to get taken care of, and the border wall is going to get taken care of. And we're going to be able to track that shark off the East Coast, and we're going to stop sending all of our military equipment over to to Ukraine. This is a this is a list, and it's going to be hard to read. Uh, I'm just going to go down. This is some of the equipment that we've sent: ten thousand javelin missiles, sixty thousand other anti-armor systems, hundred and six or sixteen hundred Stinger aircraft system missiles, hundred and sixty howitzers. Uh, 160, 155 millimeter howitzers, 72, 105 millimeter howitzers, 109 Bradley fighting vehicles, Ooh. 31 Abrams tanks, 45 T-72 tanks, 2,000 Humvees, 354 tactical vehicles, four satellite communications antennas, two radar un- unmanned aerial systems. This is just f- satellite communication systems. This is just physical equipment that we've sent over. Sure. And then I pulled some... I pulled some graphs. This is the amount of money that we've sent to Ukraine since our invasion. Now, we were at war with Afghanistan for 20 goddamn years, Eric, and we sent $4 billion there. Whoa, we've sent $76.8 billion. billion. And even this is outdated. There's actually $112 billion because we can't count. To give you an idea... The state of Virginia's operating budget for the entire state of Virginia for 2023 is $81 billion. We are now sending more money than a state's entire operating budget. At $112 billion, that is one-eighth of our military budget for fiscal year 2021. So one-eighth of our budget went to another country. Gosh, that is so crazy. Uh, ben Allen's in the chats. He keeps correcting himself with these little asterisks. Ben, you don't have to do that, too. We're C students. We podcast for a living. We can figure out what your fat thumbs hit and didn't hit. You don't have to correct yourself. We're smart enough to get what you're saying. And we appreciate everything that you type out in here. Appreciate you being part of the live chats. But just know... You know, a lot of people are trying to work and type at the same time. We're not gonna, we're not gonna hold your feet to oh, the yeah. fire per se. For uh, you know, you don't have to correct yourself. We we can figure out what you're saying. Um, uh, but I appreciate you taking the time to try to clarify what you're saying. Animal cruelty help. Animal cruelty help. Uh, that's their tagline. New to the chats, I think. I haven't seen that that I've name in a while. Uh, why do I think this is all just a tiny portion of what we have? We left more or less the same amount. In Afghanistan, um, they also had, uh, that wasn't the one I was trying to read. The one I was trying to read was, this is a repeat experiment in other countries where more than half support a rise of a dictator. And finally, the dictator constricts, constricts I guess, its, its grasp around their necks too. And then they realize they are all in it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, but America's a little bit different. We're founded a little bit differently and we're still young. I think we're still young enough to remember the history and the history hasn't completely been rewritten yet. 
Uh, I do fear for the next generations and what they're being taught. Um, and I guess it's something you kind of have to breed out generation to generation is that will to rebel, that will to question. And that's where it all starts now. That's why, you know, hey, you want to be a successful YouTuber? Fall in line. Say what everybody else is saying. Don't question the narrative. You got a thing about anti-vax? If, if you're anti a particular vaccine, uh-oh, you know, you're an anti-vaxxer. No, I mean, there are real studies out there that show that certain vaccines really do have more of a risk and they have a reward. Like your chances of can, of getting uh, that disease versus the chances of having a negative effect from the drug is is greater. And so you as a, a an American or somebody that ha has a child or a baby, you know, you shouldn't blindly just be like, oh, okay, well, there's one in a trillion chances that my son's going to contract polio at this point, but he has one in 200 chance of being autistic if I give him this shot. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, or he has a, a, a growth, you know, formality. Um, what, what's the word? I'm starting to talk like De the dude. And, uh, deformality. Defor deformality. <laughs> you know, um, you know, you should, as a parent, that doesn't make you an anti-vaxxer. It just means maybe like you don't want to take that particular chance. Um, you know, and that should be something that we're able to talk about and have chats about and, and debates without being mad, without saying you're an anti-vaxxer, you know, because uh, that's not true. It's not true. We're not anti-vaxxers. It's just we have some questions about, you know, the mercury level in some of these vaccines is kind of alarming, you know, and that should be something that we talk about. Um, I think it is kind of questionable that we should keep all these 5G phones right next to our heads as we sleep and then in our laps while we drive and then in our pockets all day long. You know, I don't know. I, I think it stands to reason that it could be bad. I think vaping all the time could be bad. Smoking all the time is bad. I think things within reason aren't bad, but we kind of tend to not do things within reason. We vape 30, 50 times a day. You know, you drink every single day in excess, you know, or you smoke cigarettes every day or you know, whatever the drug of choice is, you know, so maybe I'm just old fashioned. Uh, and I, I, this is what the point of this show is. If you guys are tuning into last call, this show is not news. I'm not a journalist. I'm also not trying to regurgitate with the news, but we're trying to get first responders, something else to talk about other than the job. Um, we do, this is a podcast channel. We do five different shows a week. We do night shift on Tuesdays, which is a little true crimey little, you know, kind of something to keep you up at night, keep you awake. We got Monday, which is uh, some society and culture with a comedian police officer and myself, a little salt and pepper, a little black and white. And he's black, I'm white. We go over society and culture shit um, and kind of humanize the badge. And then uh, Thursdays we have comm center that, that goes over just crazy comm communication stuff, dispatcher things, mental but it's like some, some issues that traumatic issues and how they're dealt with. And, and wow, this dispatchers go through so much. It's what's crazy. And then Friday's our flagship show where we break down a case with 30 year detective, uh, retired detective, um, Drew breezy. And that's where we really get in Falconator. I do not vape. I've never vaped once in my life. I literally pull my hair out because I'm, I can't go anywhere without people vaping. It's like, what happened? Everybody just decided they wanted to start sucking on some plastic thing all the time. Like, it's weird. Like, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, I think smoking cigarettes is weird, too. Like, that we all just decided, like, man, I want something like that to control my life. Like, I want to have to take breaks because if I don't, I'll have headaches. Like, I don't, I don't know what draws us to those things. I guess it's addiction, the nicotine. Uh, do you. Do you. Um, but it does drive me insane. Uh, I would rather my kids. I don't know. I'd rather my kids. Man, I don't know. I'd rather my kids be a politician than vape. Nah, that's not true. That's not true. I don't know. That would be terrible. If my kids wanted to, if my kids vaped or wanted to be a politician, I know I failed them. Like I know I've, I've messed up. Uh, but yeah, Friday shows are a big breakdown and we love it. Um, <laughs> Animal Cruelty says it's a fashion statement. Sometimes, right? It kind of feels that way. I, you know, especially when you're at pull up to the red light and you fill your whole car up with vape smoke and then you roll down your window. So it just billows out and everybody on that street block is looking at you like you've got to be doing that for attention. You know, I'm just so the opposite. Like I'm the dude that doesn't want bumper stickers on my car. I don't really want to draw attention unless it's for marketing purposes. Like you're making money from it. Then I'll do it. 
but you know, you're not making money from your big giant globe and anchor sticker on your car and your big, you know, Trump fan forever, or, you know, go vegan sticker. And, and like, you're not changing anybody's minds either. You're just drawing attention to yourself and it's just an easy way for you not to do it. It's hard not to draw attention to yourself on social medias if you're on there and stuff, but your car driving down the road, pretty simple to be the gray man there, unless you just don't want to be the gray man. And that's fine. But you need to admit, listen, I want all eyes to be on me. I want all eyes to be on me. Um, and uh, I do like the eyes to be on me. I just don't need them there all the time. I just don't need it. I like it, but I don't need it. Like if, if everybody just stopped responding to me, I wouldn't change anything I'm doing. I wouldn't go out of my way to try to get, to get you. It's probably why our show um, grows, you know, at 20% per month versus hundreds of percents. And what says, I think it is for many. I rarely see one using vape to cut off on cigs. I see most younger people just vaping and think they're doing something cool. I agree with you. Yeah. I see it at the, um, I see it at the, the skate parks all the time. You know, yeah, yeah, we're all worried about COVID. these same kids were wearing masks religiously while outside skateboarding, but they'll swap a vape pen back and forth amongst the whole park, which is kind of gross. That's kind of gross to me. I was actually at a poker game the other day, um, and nobody really knew each other at the poker game. And they were talking about the vape and the new type of vape. And she's like, good, take a puff. You want to take a puff? You want to try? And the guy was like, sure, yeah, yeah I'll take a puff. Like, oh, that is good. That is good. But like, I'm looking at like teeth marks all over where this person's been gnawing on the the sucking into this, the business end of this vape machine. I'm like, does anyone think that that's kind of gross at all? Like, we don't think that's, that's gross. I don't even like sharing a straw and the drink with my wife. I don't, yeah. I'm, yeah. But I'm weird. I, I don't, like, if it's going in my mouth, I'm not, it's not going in anybody else's mouth. I mean, I'd make out with you because I know you, Josh, but I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want to do it. We don't I will. To. I'll do it for Pride Month. Just to stand in solidarity. I'll make out with dead leg for everybody. Um, but no, I hope you guys enjoyed today's uh, last call. Uh, again, just something to talk about. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. You don't have to argue with me about what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is to have the conversations at the barbecue so you're not just talking about the job. Um, or at least so you can have an opinion. I always say it's hard to go through life and make change if you can't have an opinion. And you can't have an opinion if you simply don't know. So for all you first responders who sit in your little meat wagons or your little patrol vehicles or your fire wagons or whatever, and you just kind of go with this, well, I don't do politics. I don't like politics. I don't do politics. Well, the, good luck changing anything because politics rule the world, baby. It's not, I know Beyonce says that girls run the world. We run the world. Girls run the world. It's not true. Politics run the world, you know. And what did G.I. Joe say? Knowing is half the battle. Is three quarters of the battle. <laughs> uh, Joseph Russo, love your comment. That's pretty funny. Uh, Lumber Chef, you're hiding in ignorance if you reject questioning things. I agree with you. Um, for all you new Patreon members, thank you guys. Lots of stuff. Lots of content going out every single day on the Patreon. Um, lots of stuff. If, if you want to see more of Duke Tansy, my son and their podcast, head over to Gromit vomit podcast, G R O M M E T V O M M I T Gromit vomit podcast. Um, we were actually guests on, uh, the bar is open with Beth and Greg. And, uh, it was such a fun and pure show. I couldn't be more proud of my son after that show. Really great. Um, my other two kids are just a little too young to be podcasting yet, but uh, we'll get them out there. Also, uh, our Patreon episode, we did it with the author from Outside the Wire, a counterterrorism detective who was a detective in L.A., Hollywood, and then Iraq. Ended up writing a fictional story about uh, a crime that happened in Iraq, and he happened to be the only person qualified to solve this crime it's a really fun book and um he's a really great writer the interview with him was fantastic it was super fun his dad was murdered on duty while he was in the academy um and and he still went on to just have an epic career so if you want a good read and you're into some fiction you've got outside the wire what do we have on patreon right now that's new uh john just put up a new or he's gonna send me new hard time i put up a dead leg win last week i recorded I recorded Deadleg last week. Down the pole episode four went out earlier this week. I recorded some stuff with Abby last week. I recorded mm. some more stuff with Kiefer last weekend. So there's, I've got a bunch of stuff in 
in the process of ready to come out. And then John's got a bunch of stuff in the process of getting out. And then you've yeah. got your book that you're reading as you're going to yeah. get out. And then stuff that Drew's working on. There is all kinds of stuff on Patreon. Yeah. We also uh, got a new sponsor coming on for the month of July. Um, and so don't, don't go in and support the sponsor yet until July, because we'll get the numbers in July, but this is going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to do with two UFC fights going on. I'm really going to try to interact our fans, all the paid chat members, out there um we'll join you guys in we're going to do some some fun activities with the ufc fight some watch along some betting um all the fun bets you know like how long is small money bets on how long is the national anthem what color are their shorts that's going to all be done through mybookie.com that starts in july so wait a couple of weeks and we'll give you the whole the whole project that we're doing with my bookie which i think is really cool because i haven't seen my bookie do this with a lot of other podcasts it's typically we haven't done it with them in the past like this it's always been like an ad read when i i've had a my bookie ad it's just been like an ad read but this is more of like a collaboration which i think is pretty freaking cool man i'm pretty stoked that i even got to talk to them on the phone um, and come up with this idea. So that's really, really, really cool. Um, uh, Nico, the Greco says standing outside the wire, uh, tactical Brooks. Oh, that's, that must be a different book. Cause this one's Gary Edgington outside the wire, but yeah, maybe we can get that guy on. Uh, thanks for Nico, the Greco for tuning in guys. Uh, all right. Well, you don't do politics. Politics is going to do you someday. Animal cruelty. Oh, that's funny. Uh, love it. Thank you so much for being in the chats. I think you're a first time chatter. So appreciate it. I hope you have a good time. Hopefully we'll see you, uh, tomorrow night for comp center, totally different show. Um, with two awesome dispatchers. Um, and they do a call in show. So animal cruelty help. Uh, and, um, who else was in there? Uh, Nico. Uh, no, Nico has been in here before. I think, uh, ben Allen. I think I've seen Ben Allen a few times too, but uh, try the call in show, man. That's pretty funny. Just call in, leave him a voicemail or something. That's always, uh, that's always uh, something fun to do. Um, all right, guys, that's enough out of me. I'm uh, going to work on some Patreon stuff. If you want to be a paid man or you want to support the show, you can always do that. Um, you know, by being a paid member or a paid subscriber, but you can also just hit the like and subscribe button for free and, and get free five shows a week content for free. All we ask is that you leave us a five star rating and review on the iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Go leave us a freaking review for free. It keeps this boat alive. It makes our sponsors happy, makes Ghostbed happy, makes stamps.com happy, uh, makes Rip Pack happy, all those guys. So go leave us a rating and review or just hit the like and subscribe button. Not that difficult. Um, until next time, guys, standing outside the fire, standing outside the fire.